0: What's up, fellow gamer guys, gals, and gender non-conformers, and welcome to the 32nd episode of the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast. Woo! We are recording on Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. Yeah, we are. 2020, motherfuckers. 2020 uh, is hindsight. I know. Can you guys believe that, man? 2020? No. You I, 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 I can't believe day.
1: it. 28th, 28 days worth, actually.
0: <laughs> I am John Swanson. Johnny Sampsonite. Joining me this week is AJ, mostly initial ID. Hello. And a Aaron slash Woods the Mav, Woods. <laughs> right. That, That's right. That gap that that break was intentional, just so you know. Right. We should fill it with more trees.
2: <laughs> Populate the woods. Awesome. Uh Anyway. Well, yeah. Well, hey, I want to give a quick shout out to Mark Scholl. One of our lovely listeners who I actually ran into at the Call of Duty launch weekend event, which was really nice to meet him in person. But he made our Twitter banner on our Twitter page, which is freaking awesome. And we really appreciate it. If you want to give him a follow on Twitter, it's at graphic underscore underscore Mark. That's two underscores Mark. (laughs) And yeah, like I said, he made the Twitter banner for the at MN Gamers podcast Twitter page. You can find us there. Also, if you feel like joining in on the conversation for the podcast, you can email us at mngamerspodcast at gmail.com. And then one other thing I did want to mention is I did a guest spot with Danny Barnes on the Illest podcast so far. So if you want to hear me tell a little story from my high school trouble days, you can hear that on there. You can find that at pc on Twitter. He'll have links to the episode. If you want to hear me tell a little story about, about my shenanigans from back in the day. What did you do? Did you steal some cray paws? Well, you Well, I'll tell you guys off the air, but uh, <laughs> anybody else is going to have to go listen to it. <laughs> right on. Um, well,
0: aside from that, we will be talking about this week is I played a little Plague Tale Innocence. AJ is going to tell us about Ember and Journey to the Savage Planet. I'm really interested to hear what a has to say, which his game, according to this sheet, is F.
2: Which yes. I-
0: <laughs> and then we'll be talking about some news events from the last week, including a possible KOTOR remake, the exodus from Twitch in favor of Mixer or YouTube, and all those fun things, as well as a listener email coming up. So with that in mind, AJ, tell us, Ember, I've never
2: heard of that. Yeah, well, Ember is on Switch, and I just found it on sale. Like I basically how I found half of the games on my Switch. Yeah. (laughs) It is an isometric RPG that looks a lot like Diablo 3 in a way. I'd like to basically say it's like Diablo Light. So basically you're walking around, you have two other members. And it's kind of cool because you get to control their movements with R and L. So you've got all three of you on the screen at the same time, and there's like the enemy. You hit R1 and it pauses it, and then you get to decide where that character moves and then attacks from. So you're kind of orchestrating everyone on the battlefield all at once, which is pretty cool. I haven't made it too far, so I know that there's magic and there's different weapon classes It's basically just your average RPG that is Diablo light, is how I'm going to describe it. Right on.
0: Except, yeah, like stopping time and shit like that. I'm trying to think of anything that I could think of. Is it like a so it's kind of like a tactics game? Or did you ever play Transistor? I did not. Stop and kind of like pointed in certain directions and stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean it does have that little tactic. I guess soul to it because you can totally pause all the action for like you can tap R and it'll pause everything and then you can decide what to do and then it'll go, but it only goes for like a tiny bit. It it won't keep attacking if that makes sense. Right. Right.
1: So what, what is the actual tactile benefit or tactical benefit not tactile?
2: The way I was using it was basically, I was basically using my character guys as like a distraction so if I came up against a powerful enemy, I would move the one character who is stronger with physical damage up close to distract the guy, and then I will attack him from behind. And as soon as he turned around to attack my guy, I would run away and then bring the other character up to like distract him again. So almost like, almost like, an keep action. away sort right, of. Right.
1: Okay. <laughs> that reminds me. That's uh, that sounds very Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, like yeah, like the the just the actual tabletop game. Yeah, right? that's For interesting. Sure.
2: But I mean, I recommend it. It's not as in depth as Diablo, but it it is really in depth. I mean, according to the Nintendo site, it's got 70 quests and 65 Damn. combat skills. So I'm guessing you're gonna ha- have some good time to put into it if you really want to. Yeah, it's all um,
0: kind of robust.
2: Mm-hmm. And then the other game that I'm playing which I actually can't recommend enough it is so awesome that just came out today we're recording on the 28th of January I think yeah. you might have mentioned that but I just wanted to whatever Wait, reiterate what? it's called Journey to the Savage Planet
0: Yeah dude I've been really looking forward to this game and I was disappointed to see I don't I haven't looked on Metacritic but IGN reviewed it and they gave it a 6 and I was kind of disappointed Oh to see really?
2: That. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was I was I'm actually curious on your take on this because
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm glad
1: it, ha- it hasn't been super well received critically thus far.
2: Okay. Like, well, I'm happy that I okay. went in with like the open mind. For sure. Right. Cuz I didn't know that. But and and that's I I'm one of the people out there that will kind of get affected by that. Like if I see a bunch of negative reviews, like that kind of happened to me with Days Gone. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: me too. And so, so I'm really glad that I got to go into this blind. basically completely blind. Yeah, Gruchi yeah. Pucci actually sent me a message like when oh, I was at dude. work. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll download this. Like, I used the app quick to download it. So I got home today, and we played some co-op, which is pretty cool because you can play it. like You start the co-op, and then he, you invite the player in, and then all the progress is saved for you but not for the other player.
0: Oh, okay. So, so he's,
1: he has
2: ahead.
0: his
1: own avatar and everything.
2: Then yeah, he has his own like little spaceman, which is basically the same as your spaceman. And guys, this game has one of the best fucking things I've ever seen in all any game ever made in the history of video games. And it's Make it ladies? it's the slapping animation that your guy has <laughs> because you can you walk up to things and you just like slap them. And then, like, if you tap square twice, it'll, like, backhand it. So oh, it's, like, wow. slap, slap. So if you keep, like, hitting square, it's just, like, slap, 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 like, back and forth. And you can slap your your partner. <laughs> <laughs> so, so describe, describe, describe the actual
1: game, though. Yeah, describe, hold on. Like, what's get to what's the... No, 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 no.
2: Let's describe the yeah. slap in a little bit. more. <laughs> me and Gucci are, like, just... Facing each other, like, slap, 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 slap. Like, just slapping the shit out of each other. It's fucking hilarious.
0: That does sound kind of awesome.
2: Yeah, it's... And, I mean, you guys gotta see the animation, because standing there, watching the other guy, just even slap the air. is just, like, slapping around. Yeah. So good. But, yeah, so the game itself is really kind of No Man's Sky-esque. Right. Um, you're You're dropped in, and there's, like, these fucking hilarious intro videos that are, like, just a guy, like, in front of a green screen. It's not even, like, an animated dude. It's, like, a guy just talking at you. And, and you'll see, he's, like, looks all crazy. He's, like, bald, but, like, with the hair on the sides and, yeah. and shit. And just the whole feeling of the game and atmosphere is super sarcastic and hilarious. And then when you, you're, like, you get out there, you scan your... I forget what it's called, but, like, your escape pod, basically. You scan your escape pod, it's damaged, and you have to go out and, like, find a piece of it that fell off, scan it, and then, like, couriers bring it back for you automatically. So then, basically, you're just going out into the world and scanning shit, and then finding all these hilarious interactions. Oh, man, like, to open these gates, there's these saw plants, and you have to, like, kick these little goofy round birds into the saw plant, and it just, like saws the fucking bird up to open the gate. It's fucking hilarious. And, oh, man. I'm
0: guessing you're not too terribly far into it since it just came out today.
2: Yeah, I'm not too terribly far into it. I've only played, like, two hours of it, but okay. it's so much fun, and we've laughed so much. It's probably better playing with someone, because I haven't played it by myself yet, yeah. but, man, just... It's wonderful. Did you have any other, like, specific questions about it, Aaron, or...?
1: So are there multiple planets and everything like in No Man's Sky or is it just you're you're basically stuck?
2: There are different planets that we found it or that we've found so far or the different worlds or whatever you want to call them. But you use like a transporter to get there. So you go out into the world and explore and then you find these transport things. And once you find them, you can fast travel back to your home base. And then there is the mechanic where if you die, you lose all of your stuff there.
1: Right.
2: So you have to go get it. Um, right. But it's not that big, and it doesn't take that. It's not that hard to get there, and at least so far the combat hasn't been very hard. It's been more like falling into lava or accidentally blowing ourselves up with some like explosive seed or like. Okay. It's it's it's, it's there's it's really fun and the co- it's really colorful and it's just awesome. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's made by Typhoon Studios.
0: Yeah. Um, which. They're recently acquired by Google.
2: Okay. I was I was just talking to Gucci and saying that, man, I hope someone gives these guys a bunch of money because I can't – I'm really excited to see what they can do like after this.
0: Yeah. I think – well, and it, I mean, you would obviously know it is kind of in the style. It was described – I listened to an interview on the Game Informer show a few months ago or a couple months ago or whatever with the developer – Mm-hmm. Our creative director and he was talking about how it was kind of like a Metroid Prime ish, where you acquire yeah, yeah kind of new um, abilities and those allow you to get into new areas and stuff, which I thought was really cool. Yeah,
2: gotcha. And, That's and cool. And it's and it's only thirty dollars game, so yeah. I which, want you to yeah. I want you have to go in with the right expectations too, right? So like yeah. these, this Metroid style that you're explaining, like it really isn't that big of a quest like it'll be like go find this material and then you go find it and then it's like you found it come back and make the thing and then you go back and make the thing so it's not like that like the game loop isn't that fancy or story intensive it's like literally go grab the thing bring it back at least so far but it's like just the shit that happens while you're doing it especially with another person is just hilarious
0: (laughs) yeah it does it I guess, the, the I don't know how long it is either, but...
2: Um, well, I know of, one of the trophies is completing the game in under four hours. Oh, wow. That's so, impressive. I don't know if that's just, like, a speed run where you're mainlining it, or if it's, like, literally complete the game. I'm unclear, but...
0: I heard that, like, it's just kind of the same old shenanigans get old after a while, but...
2: Yeah, I can see you know, that, but we played it for about two hours, and we're, like, 30% done, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not huh. too too big, so... Yeah, I think you probably will have your fun with it and then yeah, be done. and That's what you supposed to. I just wonder uh, if
1: like the appeal to me, like after playing it, would fall flat because I'd I'd feel like it was, and this is a weird take to have in retrospect of everything that transpired with No Man's Sky, but I'd feel like it's a dumbed down version of No Man's Sky. Almost, it is in a know? way. Yeah,
2: it is in a way, but I think the hilarious, sarcastic charm of it would maybe sure. fix that for you because no man's sky takes itself a little more serious. Right. This is like really laughing at Purposeful itself. Like, yeah. like there's okay. these commercials that play. And one of them is like meat buddy where you have this thing. That's basically like a crockpot that you put all of your extra meat waste in and hit the button and you can choose like what kind of creature it makes. And then it makes like a meat buddy. It doesn't actually make it in the game. It's just like a commercial for this appliance. Okay yeah okay. yeah it's okay. like a it's like a like a home shopping network type commercial for this meat buddy thing <laughs> yeah. oh. that you're just watching on tv <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah. and it's fucking hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah i think it sounds kind of funny man <laughs> i think i'll probably check it out
2: yeah uh, let me know if you do because i'll totally play with you i mean it, it's no benefit for the second player so i'll just like jump around you know
0: yeah well, hey, hey ron how about you what have you been playing
1: Honestly, I I haven't had a ton of time to game over the last week. Played a bunch of Modern Warfare and then jumped in and uh, played a little NBA 2K19 again after Kobe tragically Um, passed on uh, on, um, Sunday. I was just inspired to go play some NBA and play with the old Lakers teams. But just... um, yeah, other than playing a bunch of Modern Warfare, which, you know, I love that game. And there was a, a good Twitter conversation I was having with one of her followers today about just the perpetual frustration of that game's persistent, constant updates. And now <laughs> it's like, literally, every time I'm like, okay, I got like an hour or two, I'll sit down and play some Modern Warfare, and then you boot it up, and... No, just you're told the fuck off because there's a 30-gigabyte update file. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually, this is a topic, and I'm going to kind of get it on the sidebar here, but it, it it's a topic that me and my friends have talked about quite a bit with one of our huge frustrations with the PlayStation 4. And I, ac- I actually brought this up to the kind of funny group on Facebook about how I and others that I know have experienced the same problem where despite having the auto-update option turned on on my PlayStation 4 and putting it into the rest mode as opposed to powering it all the way down where it should Mm -hmm. still continually download stuff, that Mm -hmm. I often get updates for games that, you know, I haven't played in months or even years, Mm -hmm. right? But for all of those games that I'm playing consistently, it seems like those updates are never triggered.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: do you leave it it's suspended with that game running
1: no 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 whenever i am done playing i put my playstation 4 into rest mode yeah that's so what i'm
0: saying should. so do you but like so say you're playing call of duty right and then you're done playing for the night do you like the
1: application perfect? before i put it into rest mode yeah no that's is that a thing
0: it. yeah Really? So if you don't. If you're if you keep it running in if you keep the application open that you want to update, it won't update it. You have to close the application in order for this is it. It's bullshit. It. It's kind of like wanting if you think about it like Windows like can't update. You have to like stop and restart the application in order for it to update. I guess it's that's not necessarily a great example cuz usually you can download it and then restart it. Sure. But the way updates work on PlayStation at least with Call of Duty and I think with most games, is that you the application has to be closed. So if you put it into rest mode with that application running, it won't install the update for it.
1: That's interesting, and I'll, I'll test that theory. But, I, I mean, I've had other oddities, too, where, like, games have definitely been closed and... You
0: still don't do it?
1: ...haven't done it. or Or, in the instance of my physical media games, it won't even prompt the update unless the game has recently been actually put into the system.
0: Interesting.
1: So, I know there's a shitload of updates, I'm sure, for like Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. I guarantee you my PlayStation 4 hasn't even tried to search for any of them. And I I heard someone was saying PlayStation 4 has like a set time every night that it searches for updates. Yeah. Right? But because like if you own a lot of quote-unquote western games maybe those updates aren't actually even put out until the middle of the actual day yeah but you know i just i don't know it just seems to be a constant problem that shouldn't be a problem because
0: yeah
1: it should just keep like a localized list of here's what this individual has been recently playing or you know or is, is in their most frequent playlist or whatever right and it should like update or prioritize your download update queue accordingly and it just it still doesn't seem to do that it just bugs the shit out of me but i i am going to try exiting applications before entering Rest mode now and see if that does anything
2: because yeah. it's all
1: it's always so frustrating when it's like oh i just want to hop in and play some call of duty and yeah. it's like you got a party together and right. One person has the update and two others don't, so you're dicked, right? Yeah, it's just, so it's just just a frustrating thing. I've I've noticed that me and uh, like I said, some of my um, compatriots have have been kind of bitching and moaning about, yeah. and there doesn't really seem to be any good answers, like across Reddit or even right. in the forums. I've gone and posted this query to, so it's it's quite troubling and peculiar. And I just want to bitch and bitch and bitch at Sony until they (laughs) provide me with an answer that I deem adequate.
0: Well, (laughs) yeah, and dude, you're not the first person I've heard, even on a podcast, say this, you know? So, and I don't really leave it or blame entirely Sony either. It is somewhat Activision's fault too and for not making those things more streamlined, I think.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, it's the... The frequency and size of the updates for Call of Duty is almost inexcusable.
0: Yeah. It, it's insane. it's
1: by far the m- most ridiculous game I've ever played.
0: Yeah. Have you happened like, to look and what, what size your, the folder is for it on your hard drive? I just, um, I'm just really curious. It's got to so be. Well,
1: for Call of Duty, Call of Duty itself is just in my cross-media bar. I haven't actually placed it inside of a folder yet. Yeah. Um, so it's just out there.
0: Oh, um, I just wonder what all that stuff totals up to. I don't know. Cause you, I mean, it's just crazy how many updates there are and how huge they are.
1: I know. And I really kind of wish, cause I've gone through and like, you know, I, I've done enough installing and installing of games and transferring them between the two hard drives, both my internal and external. And there's no like defrag option on the PS4 and, I feel like maybe there should be, or at least, like, even if I don't have access to it, it should auto defrag from time to time because I Mm -hmm. feel like that might be necessary. Right, right. And maybe it does. And I can't tell because things just tend to move slower and slower and slower as I constantly. I don't know. It just seems like, despite the fact that I have a PlayStation 4 Pro, it seems like sometimes something's just really chugged trying Mm -hmm. to navigate from, like, menus to, to like from one application to a different application in the cross media bar, or if I'm in, in the middle of playing a game and then I hit the, the home button on my controller to go into my party and like add another player or whatever else. Sometimes that really chugs, And I'm just like, this is, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So I, I don't know. All these goddamn updates for the PlayStation firmware that improve system performance don't seem to be working. No, nope, yeah. don't My PlayStation's
2: slow as fuck.
1: Yeah.
2: I wanna yeah. it's so slow. I wanna yeah,
0: to... I, I installed that like external SSD and it's definitely faster, but it's still not
1: You have an external SSD,
0: huh? Yeah. But you can only I mean that only goes so far, you know, the it's the processor within the PlayStation. Well at
1: that point you're limited by
0: USB properly. transfer
1: rates too.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of things that are still antiquated in that piece of hardware that keep it from being any faster, you know? But it's certainly faster, but not as fast, but...
2: Well, speaking right. of antiquated hardware...
0: Yes? John, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you referring to my wonderful PlayStation Vita? Yeah. And my, oh, man. And uh, my uh, continued pathway to... As many Platinums as I can human or possibly attain in a year. I think I got how many did I tell you, AJ? I got last year 22 oh, or something.
2: Dude, it's it was something like that.
0: Uh, but yeah, you know what's man? Like sometimes I need something. It's nice to have something on my like lunch breaks because mm-hmm. my job stressed me out sometimes. So oh, yeah. it's nice to have this mindless game that isn't like you don't need to think about it. You don't need to, like, appreciate its story or its art style. You just have to try to get a trophy. And <laughs> I don't know, man. There's something, it's seriously just like, it's like I feel a like book or something. I feel like
1: you're kowtowing to the Vita crowd, yet also being sacrilege, because a lot of them will tell you about, like, oh, oh my God. God, these Vita games. Yeah. I've never made it to the place. Like, Like, Greg Miller was... Shane off the fact that Patapon 2 is finally apparently coming to the
2: PlayStation. I was wondering if anyone was going to mention that. (laughs)
1: Yeah, which I'm sure it's a great game, but oh my god.
0: Yeah, who cares? Like, (laughs) I was kind of stoked. I got, I was disappointed I bought Guacamelee 1 and 2 because they're on sale on the PlayStation Network, on the PlayStation Store. Right. And they said they were PSN games, so then I got stoked and bought both of them. Well, I thought PSN game meant that it's on... Both? PS4 and Vita, but it's not. So uh, is that what
1: it means? What does it mean?
0: I don't know. What
1: the <laughs> fuck?
0: I know. That's, maybe it means like it's PS3 and PS. I don't know because that Guacame- would be lame it as balls. Hey, yeah, but so Guacamelee one is on Vita, but two is not. But still, I mean, whatever, it's fine. I I just bought the platform basically to be a trophy whore and. It's just proven to be like this mindless thing I can do on my lunch break at work that just decompresses me a little bit and resets my mind a little bit, so that's kinda nice. But outside of that, usual affair, I've I played and finished Plague Tale Innocence.
2: Is that the which, one with the rats? Yeah.
0: So you're oh. it takes place in like fourteenth century France. You play primarily as the daughter of the Darun family and your brother is stricken with an illness and or you think is an illness and you don't really have a close relationship with your mom because your mom's trying to figure out how to cure your brother constantly and spending time with your younger brother. So mm-hmm. she starts with this like inherent animosity toward her brother but comes to be that she's really the only one that he can rely on to protect him and mm-hmm. like help him and the primary since you're like this I think she's probably in her teens and the little boy is probably four or five something like that and it's basically stealth and you have a uh, sling that you can use to throw different uh, stones obviously but then you pick up recipes for different like kind of what do you want to say like, like
2: grenades and fire bombs and yeah sure.
0: exactly but it's it's more attuned to that era and so the rats are like they can't go near light so mm. a lot of your ammo for your sling is based around either illuminating things or you know putting extinguishing things so that the rats go to a certain area
2: kill or them with fire
0: pretty much yeah but <laughs> so it's primarily stealthy And it's not a terribly long game. I got it on sale for like twenty five bucks, I think. On the is this a
1: metaphor for exposing corruption? The entire game. I don't
0: know. I didn't think that much into it, believe it or not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe like like,
1: exposing rats, illuminating (laughs) the rats.
2: I thought. Oh, I get that. Yeah, I thought maybe the developer had like some. Lingering animosity to, like, their younger sibling. (laughs) Yeah, maybe.
0: Well, (laughs) that uh, rat.
2: That's always telling
1: on me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) I have, like, a sister
0: who's three years older than me, and she was always kind of inexplicably very caring for me when I was growing up, so it kind of reminded me of my relationship with my sister a little bit. And obviously their relationship, they grow closer together as the game we we'll get
1: your like, sister on as a guest because I'd love for her to explain why it was inexplicable for her to care for you.
0: Well, I mean, in like a very like motherly way. She's right. always just you know how, like siblings. If you have like an older sibling or a younger sibling, you know, how, like you kind of like irritate each other. My sisters always oh, had yeah. this very like, like I said, like maternal caring about me in like a way that. You know, it's just. I kinda... think
2: you just got lucky to have Aww. a really nice sister. Yeah, yeah no, I know, I'm, that's that's what I'm saying. My the that's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Just unusual, but. Right. Uh, anyway, the game is. It's cool to pick up these new spells and stuff, and I. It's very dark and grim, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. It's just. I don't know. It, it, there's no. Verticality to the game at all. You're you're just walking in a. Like forward through an area. And then you're either getting the rats to take down a guard so that you can pass through or whatever.
2: Do you, like, throw cheese at the guard?
0: No. <laughs> do rats nope. come at him? You can, like, break his lantern.
2: Oh, okay. And then they go uh, at him.
0: One thing it does do that's kind of cool is you can, you can upgrade your ammunition pouch and stuff like that in your sling. You can make more ammo or you can reserve those resources to upgrade your equipment and mm-hmm. So then you're kind of making that choice of, like, well, do I want to find out or figure out a different way to go about this where I don't have to utilize ammo so I can save the to upgrade my equipment? Or do I want to go ahead and make the ammo and just handle it this way? So that's kind of a cool, like, balancing thing that they put It is. For sure. It's like,
2: what do they call it? A a, a glass tank or whatever. Oh. A glass tank is somebody who has a lot of power but takes damage. Oh, I've never heard that term before. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: Fair enough. But yeah, it's fine. I don't know. It, I I think it's a fine game. It had I I think full price, it was like fifty bucks. And far be it for me to say whether or not a game's worth it. I could only say that for me. And if I would have paid fifty bucks for it, I'd be probably pretty pissed off. But
2: yeah,
0: I think twenty five or twenty is probably a pretty fair price. And then outside of that, I've been playing through on my PSVR again and started playing Blood and Truth, which I'm only a little bit into. I think, and it's good. The story is really cool. The graphics, the character models, and stuff on the NPCs and non-important characters in the game is kind of laughable. But <laughs> outside of that, everything else is pretty cool. So I'll talk more about that next week when I will have finished it, hopefully. So, right you know,
1: I got like halfway through that game too, John, and I should I should finish it so we could both talk about it.
2: Yeah, we should do that. That seems to be common with VR, because I made it, like, halfway through Astrobot, and that game's oh, fucking awesome. Oh, you never awesome. finished it? Yeah. No, no I'm me, neither, and... me neither. Me neither. It, I think it's just hard,
1: because, yeah, you know, to be honest, and I had I had a conversation with a buddy about this, it's just like, I love VR. I, every time I strap it on, I'm just like, god damn, I should just do this more. But it it's a hard thing, like, at the end of the day, right, where you just get home and they have make dinner, have dinner, put the kid to bed, so on and so forth. You don't it it's it just seems like a lot of work to strap on a headset and blah 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 blah. Especially yeah. if it's like, you know as opposed to I could just grab a controller and sit
2: on the couch. Yeah. Exactly. You, know? you have to yeah, like mentally prepare for it. Like that yeah. day when you were like, Hey, I'm playing with my buddies at about nine, do you want in? and it was like eight and I was like, Yeah. Watch yeah. chill out for a bit, plug that yeah. shit in, let then let's go at nine. <laughs> you need that good you
1: need that good hour warning to pump yourself up. To like, but then we had a lot of fun, and we had a yeah. lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Like, we get
1: two hours playing Star Trek.
2: <laughs> it's so good. Oh yeah, I forgot you guys were playing that. <laughs> dude, I'm actually really close to platinum in that game.
1: That's crazy, Star dude. Trek
2: Bridge Crew would be an insane platinum. <laughs>
1: that would be an insane platinum.
2: <laughs> yeah. That'd be a Platinum. Especially doing it product. all in
1: VR. Yeah. Right.
2: Oh. Um.
1: That is, yeah, that
0: would be crazy, actually. Speaking of spooky things that may or may not contain rats, um, <laughs> they, apparently Konami, most famous currently for the oh, wait, their hold on. Scenes, what?
2: This is the news, 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 news. Oh, news. yeah.
0: <laughs> really? You stop my good transition transition for. <laughs> Apparently Konami wants to step away from making Pachinko Machines and get back to making some games. Unfortunately, it's not Metal Gear Solid. It is Silent Hill games. One being a reboot, the other being a remaster, I believe, of the current, one of the more recent ones. This is from Josh Noop. I have have a friend named Knop, and they spell their name the same way, and they go by Knop.
2: Joseph. 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 What did I say? Noop? No. Joseph Noop. I think
1: think it's Joseph (laughs) Nope. I think I've heard his name pronounced before, and I think it's Noop.
0: Yeah, so I don't know what you guys think. Oh, the other, not a remake, a a reboot, or kind of in the Telltale Until Dawn style is uh, what Joseph says in his article here. And then another one being more uh, akin to what we're used to from the... A Silent Hill series, I don't know, with, how do you guys feel about that, especially with the news came out today about the Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil 8 being first person following Ethan in the steps of uh, since what happened since 7, and also right. Chris Redfield, which sounds pretty cool, because Resident Evil 7 scared the shit out of me, but it was a really good game. I don't know about you guys, but I only need about one good horror game every century or every <laughs> yeah. decade or so, and I'm probably yeah, every
1: life. Depends yeah. are expensive man. I have to buy enough diapers for my kid as it is. So.
0: Exactly. And those <laughs> dude, I don't know if you remember those fucking Silent Hill games with those dudes with the terrible heads and they would stab yeah. themselves in the Pyramid face. Pyramid head,
1: man. Pyramid hey, head.
0: That shit was fucked up, man. Um, <laughs> so, I mean it's cool. I'm I'm all for it. I think a lot of people are the horror is kind of going through this renaissance or has been in the last five years to decade of being kind of i don't know i think cinematically they've found a new niche for it and gotten a lot more creative with story and stuff i i mean it's cool for the people out there who enjoy horror and will get into this shit
1: so first off i'll say i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that it's not a metagrisal game that Konami is going to try to do first because Mergear survive apparently yeah, was no. a disaster and I never tried it and
0: Yeah,
1: all that I mean and I think the Silent Hill IP is such a great IP and I'd love to see it utilized again and I really wanted to see Guillermo del Toro's version of it but that won't be happening ever because Konami decided to burn all of its bridges which is like my primary concern is who are they going to have work on this game and will it Eventually, be any good, or are they gonna like bastardize it like they did with the last official Metal Gear Salt or Metal Gear game? Dude, I so, forgot
0: that uh, Guillermo was attached to the PT thing. That would have been yeah. something else, man. He was involved with a game a long time ago. I can't remember anything about it now that I'm starting to talk about it and kind of regretting that. But uh, <laughs> he he was involved in a game off the.
2: He was involved was, in a but game. It wasn't one even time. a horror. Game. It
0: was something else. Was,
1: uh, well, I think he's had his hat in kind of a lot of projects that didn't come to fruition over the years, but I know this one was like especially ugly because just the, the direction that Konami just decided to start taking with treating all of its formerly good relationship talent and just literally chucking them all under a bus at one fell swoop it's way too early to compare it to resident evil eight and resident evil eight in fairness is probably pretty far down the line considering resident evil three isn't even the remake isn't even out yet. And there's also rumors of resident evil four remake and who knows where that is actually in the production line, but I have faith that that game is going to be good. I just, I'd like to see a good new silent hill game. I just, I don't know i'm i'm not
0: gonna hold my breath on it I, i'm excited either way even if they fuck it up it's not a thing i care about enough to where if they fuck it up i'd be like oh it's too bad i probably get as much laughs out of it as i would otherwise
1: right. it's like
0: a like a dumber and dumber too like or dumb and dumber too oh, i
1: refuse to see that film
0: yeah but you, it's like one of those things like yeah the first one's great and you don't care if they fuck up the legacy of dumb and dumber like who cares I don't know. I guess that's how I feel about it.
1: Yeah, I don't know though. I'm not I, saying it's not yeah, something. You know, that you're, you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong it. because like I I saw Anchorman two and didn't like it.
0: <laughs> Another it yeah, Still yeah.
1: it still didn't ruin the first one for me.
0: Right, right. But
1: but it, it gave me pause. Like I'm like I refuse to watch Zoolander two. I refuse to watch <laughs> Dumb and Dumber two. Yeah. You know I just Dumber like I'm
0: just,
1: yeah. D- well, there's no well because oh, they yeah, had Dumb true. and Dumber yeah. and then Dumb and Dumber two with two right. O's. Idiots!
2: Wow. That's not how you spell two. <laughs>
1: what a bunch of dummies! Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> we'll see. Word. Right on. Right on. Right on. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't have any good transitions. Sound hell is yeah. a
2: great game.
0: <laughs> you know. What, you know who else makes great things?
2: <laughs> Overwatch, Call of Duty, and all other Activision esports to broadcast exclusively on YouTube. This was written up by Andrew Smith over at IGN. I'm going to read just the first paragraph. Activision Blizzard has announced an eSports streaming exclusivity deal with YouTube, making it the official partner for live broadcasts of all Activision eSport leagues and events. The m- new multi-year deal will bring eSport broadcasts of games like Overwatch, Call of Duty, and Hearthstone exclusively to YouTube, which I guess is pretty cool. It started off with the Call of Duty League. Which, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Gabe and I went to the Call of Duty League launch event this weekend. Say what? Yep, it was awesome. And I want to give a huge shout-out to Brett Diamond and Midnight, who came on to our podcast to talk a little bit about it. You can find that on our page. It's one of our new side hustles. And also, Dylan Palmer, he's just fantastic over there. I want to give a huge shout-out to him. Yeah, he was just great. he he got he was able to get me and Gabe up on stage. so we were able to sit behind the teams as they play and we could see their screens, which was pretty cool. Um, cool. Yeah, we could see like that we could see the broadcast on a screen in front of us and then we could see the player screens below so we could kind of pick which one we wanted to watch. It was awesome.
1: By the way, um, I really love the fact that the uh, names of the two individuals we had on our side hustle episode just remind me very much of mid-90s WCW wrestling names. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Diamond sure.
2: and Midnight. It's like yeah. a tag team champion. <laughs> right,
1: right. Co-ed tag team champions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I like it. But yeah, the, I guess the, the the big part about this story isn't so much that Activision is going to YouTube as it is about like Twitch just losing another giant streamer because think about how many games and how many viewers Activision has for their esports alone.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, this is definitely, I, it's got to be a play to help in, entice people towards Stadia, I'd imagine. They're going to okay. probably do, I, I have to imagine they're going to do tie-ins to try to help build that platform, which, by all accounts, is re- fledgling ridiculously.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know if you guys saw the like in anything regarding the MPD survey that was out, but for those developers who are working on now for the next game or plan to at some point in the future for games exclusively for Stadia or even and it was kind of it wasn't clear if it was like exclusively for Stadia or if it was like cross-platform including Stadia, but the percentage was I think. Less than five. So. Oh yeah, I did hear that. It does not bode well very much. The console's future needs something to help jumpstart it, and I'd I'd be shocked if they didn't try to do tie-ins and incentivizations
2: for Stanley to
1: help try to like put that on the defibrillator and get it going.
2: I (laughs) also saw a post on the subreddit that's was the community complaining, which, I mean, they've all been pretty supportive of it so far. And apparently they've been basically radio silence for like sixty days.
1: What? Oh, Activision Blizzard?
2: No, like, no. It's I don't Stadia. get it. Cause
1: oh, oh. Cause I was confused because you were saying the community was mad, but that they were supportive.
2: Okay, the community on Reddit for Stadia has generally been supportive of Stadia,
1: oh. but, re-
2: but just recently, like within the last God, couple of days. Know. I saw a post on their subreddit about how Stadia's been essentially radio silent for, like, 60 days with no updates about whenever they're going to add features or roll out fucking... Is it still wireless? I don't even know. Can it connect Bluetooth?
1: (laughs) Right. I should do... I'll I'll make it my job to do a good-faith investigation as to try to... find out where that's at, because I don't want to do a disservice and yeah undersell it and not speak factually about it, because frankly, I don't know, because I haven't read or heard a lot of news about it, and this is probably why, if, if what you're saying is any indication, right? Mm-hmm. so
0: Just also, there's a, I mean, within this category, there's a good article on Polygon by Austin Gosselin about the mass exodus from Twitch.
1: Yeah, I read about that today.
0: Other platforms, not even just... YouTuber. A lot I mean, of
1: them of which I haven't even heard about, by the way.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, none of us are hugely into that kind of scene. Like I don't it, know about I would like for us to start streaming, you know, occasionally one of these days, but part- or I don't pay a lot of attention to streaming. Actually watching the COD event this last weekend was the first time I've probably watched a game stream intentionally in a very long time so uh it's just not something i participated in but nonetheless it's a area which we are a part of just
2: in virtue of the fact that we're gamers and video gaming podcasts. so well speaking of big games and big events there's a big event this weekend super bowl 49ers versus kansas city chiefs who do you guys picking
1: puppy bowl
0: (laughs) who are Uh... you guys
2: picking (laughs)
1: I don't uh, give a shit.
2: Baby Beagle.
0: <laughs> Can we pick who's which advertiser is going to have the best commercial? I got I got some money on that. <laughs> Doritos.
1: I, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs because I want the Chiefs to win.
2: Yeah, yeah I do too, but I think the Niners have it, man. I don't know. I want Andy Reid to win, so I'm picking the Chiefs too. I wonder if that's because we're in Minnesota and it's pretty close. <laughs> Before he dies of a heart attack? Have you seen
0: that guy, man? He's looked like that his entire he hasn't hasn't died yet, he's not going to die. He's going to have to get a fucking rascal to carry him up those fucking sidelines. He's
1: looked like that fat walrus for the last 20-something (laughs) years. Yeah, since, like, 1990.
2: (laughs) He's got the, like, man fupa and everything. It's, like, it's unfortunate. Well, the reason we bring up the Super Bowl is because Unreal Engine is going to be there. See, there is a tie into video games, believe it or not. Um, it. So they're not actually going to be doing video games, but all the a lot of the graphics and there's going to be some augmented reality. So anything like that oh, that you cool. see, yeah, any, and apparently some like in-stadium stuff also and, and on-field graphics. So all that stuff that you see on there is going to be run by Unreal Engine. So that's pretty cool, I guess.
0: That is really cool,
2: man. And this is so, written up by Luke Plunkett at Kotaku, so go give him a click.
1: So if, like, Jimmy Garoppolo gets sacked, and then, like, a flat cannon blows his body apart, <laughs> I'll I'll know to thank Unreal Engine. That, yeah. Okay. Yes? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> or, like, the robot, if he comes back and does the dance. Remember the robot?
1: Oh, that stupid fox robot.
2: Dude, he was around
0: for a long time.
1: Yeah. Dude, yeah, you know
2: what was
0: cool and had robots? kotor did you guys hear that they might be remaking that oh
1: i did i did, <laughs> I did.
0: Hey, hey ron what do you think
1: i'm excited so it's it's weird though i'm excited i'm but i'm also speculative and slightly cynical so a they haven't really announced like what it's going to be it's it doesn't sound like it's going to be like a complete reimagining But it also doesn't seem like it's going to be a direct sequel. So they're they're talking about taking bits and pieces from the first two games and almost doing like, like a soft reboot a la God of War. But God of War is technically a sequel. So I don't know what they're going to end up doing from a story perspective. The reason I maintain skepticism and a little bit of cynicism is who's fucking making that game at EA? Because sure as shit, how is it gonna be bioware? They have, they're already doing Dragon Age. They've announced they that bioware they're already doing like, Mass Effect. Doesn't bioware? And, and they're working on Anthem. What the fu- what the fuck? Who's making KOTOR?
0: Mm, I don't know. So
1: I don't. Know. I'm, I'm all like, well, what's going cool? what's going on with that?
0: I mean, I selfishly want it because I never played it because I didn't have an original Xbox. Okay. So I really it's on want Steam. You can get just, it on Steam. I know, man, but I just I thought about it, but it's kind of like the I thought about going to back to the Half Life games because I've never played those either. I, I haven't sure. either because I'm not a fucking nerd and I didn't play same. my games on a PC. Same. Shh. So until recently, of course.
2: And actually, I totally played some PC games when I was a kid, like before I had a console. So I didn't literally think. just. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs>
0: But I didn't have a good enough PC. That's probably the envy coming out in my, the anger in my voice. It's probably the right. envy I held for the people who could play those games. Mine's just...
1: Because um, your cause sister I don't loved you. just not enough to buy you a good PC.
0: Yeah. Shut up. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Mine, anyway, like yeah. the those Half-Life games, if you go back, they just don't look like that great. And I feel like they won't hold up. And I, even if KOTOR does hold up, which I've heard it does, I feel like it'll just be kind of empty without the, like, graphics and capabilities that we have today. So, I, yeah, I, I'm that's just are
1: for. I'm sure somebody's modded it. Yeah. Like, got a mod well, for it's it like Final Fantasy VII,
0: man. Like, I've always wanted to experience that, but I, I don't, I'm I not going to go play it on PlayStation. Sure. You know? So, it's cool that they're remaking it. So,
2: I hope they remake it. I played well, Final Fantasy VII on my phone, and then I got stuck. Yeah. It's super annoying. That's I made so- it really far, though. Right and I got stuck, and I I could probably find a way to f- find my way out, but I just don't care.
0: Yeah, they have this cool thing called Google now, and you can.
2: Dude, honestly, do it. there's like no, I don't know where to go, and I didn't play, <laughs> I haven't played the game for so long that yeah. I wouldn't even know how to Google it. that's, Dude, that's I, the problem.
0: I've been there before, man. Where yeah, you, like you you lack the motivation to even look it up because you're just like, eh, fuck it. And then by the time you have the motivation. I've thought about that with the game, the Zelda game that came out for 3DS. Okay. Link to the Past. Or, not Link to the Past. That's the Super Nintendo one. Mm -hmm. Link Between Worlds. And I just, like, can't get the motivation to go back and do it. (laughs) Anyway. Grand thoughts about KOTOR?
1: No, I just, I don't want them to screw it up. So, but hey. You know, at some point you gotta start. They haven't proven themselves yet. I mean. Granted, yep. Jedi Fallen Order was, or not Fallen Order, uh, dee, 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 the new game. Yeah, <laughs> Fallen Order.
2: Yeah, was you it
1: right? got it. it right? Okay, cool. Yeah. It was Drapo, great, bro. It was great, but let's just say that's like the first game that EA has put out in a few years that everybody will like to.
0: Yeah, like Oh man,
1: unanimously. I guess Apex aside, right? Apex maybe
0: respawn's aside. making it.
1: Maybe, or that's maybe that. they have turned Amy Hennings' old game into, yeah, yes, or something. That
0: would
1: be awesome. Because I've heard they, I've heard, I've heard they're they they did not like kill that game entirely. They just started transforming that game into something else. Who knows? But. It better be good because that, I mean, that's the, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, KOTOR is the game that really put Bioware on the map.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I was, It was even made by them, so. Yep. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, well, what do you guys say we get on to our listener question and then close her out for the day? Sure. So, this comes from Brando.
2: There's an email.
0: Can I call him Brando Calrissian?
2: Yes, you can.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, Brando wrote into us and said, hey, MN guys, great podcast. Out of the games you have played, which character do you most identify with and why? For me, it's Banjo from Banjo-Kazooie. He's a guy, a big good-natured guy, hanging with his best friend, collecting cool stuff, and having fun exploring the world. As I remember, he's not even all that mad at the bad guy, more inconvenienced. (laughs) Then he says, ask something asinine that pineapple is okay on pizza. Brando said that, not Banjo. Keep playing and podcasting, Brando. What do
2: you guys yeah. think? He also used First lots off, of exclamation points. Pineapple is okay on pizza! It is. Nah. Pineapple is and as fuck on pizza. So. I actually don't think so. I was just... That's because he's so excited about it. <laughs> I love it. I'm yeah. also kind of delaying because I don't know how to answer this question. I've thought about it quite a bit, and... There's just so many characters out there that I, it was hard for me to nail down. So I Googled, <laughs> which video game character are you? And I took a quiz. <laughs> Sweet. And it came out with Link, which I guess I'm okay with. He's cool yeah. and everything, but he's like kind of a kid.
0: Right, stuff. yeah.
2: So. I think.
0: Uh, Do you
2: guys have a good answer for that? Is there somebody? I mean, I kind of. I, 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 I don't. Because I not Take the
1: question too literally. I can't, like... Yeah. Is there any Is there any video game character out there with a mundane 9 to 5 with a wife <laughs> and child that's in their mid-30s and out of shape that I can relate to? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, to be Maybe. fair,
0: we haven't played uh, that one game on PC yet. Uh,
2: Disco Elysium? There you go. <laughs> oh, okay. That,
0: that joke was a lot better if I could think of the name of the game. <laughs> Uh, I was obviously going to say Nathan Drake from Uncharted, because I'm... Clearly. uh, So, handsome and charming, and... uh,
1: A sociopath with the guns.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That, too. He's
1: clearly a sociopath.
0: And borderline sociopathic. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: those all define me pretty well.
1: I mean, if I can relate to any one video game character the most it's probably whoever is the worst rated athlete on any particular NBA basketball video game <laughs> <thing> because that's <laughs> that's probably the one avatar where I could be like, I could be this Joe Average <laughs> with his yeah, 43 exactly. rating.
2: Exactly. I could be him. <laughs> you know who I relate to Not in like a My life is like this kind of way Just like the way he kind of like Just acts as Michael from GTA 5 Oh yeah He's like pretty chill most of the time And then some things he's just like This is fucking bullshit <laughs> And that's right. how I feel on the inside You know He's like what I would be If I didn't have self control Yeah
1: <laughs> So your inside is filled with a lot of turmoil.
2: I guess I'm like an a, a ex-mobster <laughs> inside. Right. I could see that. <laughs> At least I'm like a retired mobster. I like it. I think on the ins- on the
1: inside, I'm definitely like just the Avatar, even from like KOTOR or any any Jedi game where you can go good or bad because there's so many times where I'm just sitting in rush hour traffic where right. if I could force choke everybody, I would.
2: Yeah, dude. Sarah said something to me not too long ago. She's like, "You would totally be a Sith," is what she said. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right." Yeah, right Plus, right? I want to bang, dude. There's no way, like, Jedi just can't bang, right?
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, it depends. I mean, I mean, you can bang. It's just not. You know.
2: But then you're not a Jedi. You're like on the way to the dark side. This Anakin's path. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Whoa, I yeah, don't I know. Can't bang. Well, they're not supposed to. Right. I didn't know. Because it's like giving in to their passions.
2: Exactly.
1: Okay. Mm.
2: It's like a quasi-religious thing. Well, it is. we should, a, I mean, we should discuss a... <laughs> the merits of sex and Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a different episode next yeah, week. Exactly. Next Stay tuned
0: episode. to episode 33 <laughs> of Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, where we will do talk about. Do Jedi
2: thing. Rabbit. Yes or yeah, exactly. no? Or is the Force
1: enough? <laughs> <laughs> or is the Force enough? <laughs> We're strong with this one.
0: <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, I think that'll do it for this week. Well, yeah, thank you so much for listening to us again this week. This has been episode 32 of the Mostly Normal G- Gamers Podcast. We are well on our way to a full. How many weeks are in a year? 52, 56, something like that. Anyway, we're 52. over halfway through to a year, which will be in June, I think, sometime, if you guys remember. Something yep. like that. Well, on our way. Anyway, this is John, Johnny Samsonite on the Twitter. AJ, where can peeps find you?
2: You can find me at AJ underscore ID. That's E I D E. Give me a follow. If you want to find the podcast, you can find us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you want to be like Brando and have your question read on our podcast even next week, please email us mngamerspodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can find me and us. Hey, Hey, Ron, where are you at?
1: You can find me at what's the Mav. Konnichiwa, bitches.
0: And with that, we will see you guys next time.
1: Bye. Bye.